Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello, and welcome to Tech Talk Live. 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 It's technical, it's, and live, it's live, and we're talking. And it's your new source for the latest in assistive technology. It is. With myself, Luke Scriven. Bolton, Bolton, breaking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also with. Sound effects? No, with oh. oh. you. Uh, I'm Corey Ballard, the Director of Technology here at Vision Forward. Indeed. And thank you very much for joining us on this lovely Thursday. What's the date today? March? Today is March 18th. 18th? Wow. Yeah. Time is flying. Nice. Hope everybody is doing well today. It's a nice sunny day here in Milwaukee, and we're looking forward to our tech talk today because we have a special guest. And our special guest is Peter Tusik, brand and ambassador from uh, Humanware. And he's here to talk about some of Humanware's exciting uh, products, including the Brilliant X series of uh, Braille displays and also some updates to the Victor Trek. Hello, Peter. Luke, how's it going? Corey, how's it going? Wonderful. I must say, good. guys, I really like the abrupt cutting out of the music. There was no fade out. It was no. just boom, just gone. You that's know, really, we, that's a neat, like, like it's a hard fall, you know? Yeah. It's like we get people pumped up for the show. Right. And then it's just boom, you're in. That is and just, I'm a huge fan. And it, and it, you know, it's, uh, it's fine with me. I'm not complaining. I think it's just neat. I, Sounds I, a bit I'm like complaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very nice to have you here with us today, Peter. We're looking forward to hearing what you've got to tell us uh, about humanware. Yeah. I am and, absolutely thrilled to be here. So thanks for the yeah. opportunity and we'll yeah, have some fun you. for sure. Indeed, and uh, I hope that you came equipped with a joke because as I, did. I, uh, as I, I told you, you many. are going to be put on the spot. Okay, good. Well, we're not many. quite there yet, well, so we'll come back many to you uh, for, for that one. Uh, <laughs> Who says meantime, we're not there yet, Luke? Can we do one now? Hold on. I'm just kidding. Go ahead with the program. Reg regularly okay. scheduled programming, ladies Okay, no, no, no. Let's do one right now instead of right. leaving, a lot leaving of people in the lurch. All right, so uh, let, let's hear it. Joke number one of the day. Joke number one. This is for Luke and Corey and I guess anyone out there. What do you call a hippie's wife? Uh, hmm. No idea, Corey. Yeah, I don't. I no. don't have one. Well, uh, Mississippi. Mrs. Hippie. Oh God! Right. <laughs> All right, go on, boys. <laughs> hey. You know, uh, Corey and I buckle up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Corey and I were talking about getting a soundboard with some sound effects on, yeah, and uh, one of those was going to be a groan. Well, we'll think. have to make sure we invite <laughs> you back once. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. All right. Well, uh, before we get into uh, the uh, Tech Talk Live proper, uh, Corey has some announcements to make. Yeah, uh, as as usual, our Tech Talk Lives are eligible for ACVREP credit. You're going to head over to Vision Dash forward.org slash tech talk live and i can hear luke's fingers typing away putting it in our chat yep. and uh, you'll head over there under the acvrep resources heading you'll find your evaluation link you're going to go ahead and fill out the uh, that evaluation and part of that evaluation will be the opening and exit code we're going to give you that uh opening code right now <coughs> yeah, hold on hold on hold on hold on uh, okay is. i'm ready <laughs> yeah that'll go. That opening code is Braille. 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 You should see it on your screen now. We'll make yes. sure that we put it in our chat as well. Again, that is Braille is our opening code. 
So again, fill out your evaluation form at the end of our Tech Talk Live and uh, you'll uh, pay your 10 bucks and then we will send you your certificate. Indeed we shall. Anything else that we need to tell people? Oh, just the usual. Uh, if you have comments, please feel free to put them into the chat. Yep. And are we going to open microphones up at the end? Are we going to try that? You know what? We're going to leave it as a surprise. We okay. just don't know it's yet. It's going to be a surprise yeah. for us as well, then, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. make sure you put your questions in the chat or the Q&A. Yes. And we'll, uh, we'll answer them um, as we move forward. Yes, we shall. Yes, Peter, if you don't mind, we will interrupt you with uh, questions as we, as we go, if that sounds good to I you. I am always a fan of questions. I'm always a fan of suggestions. I'm always a fan of feedback. So absolutely. Excellent. All right, Good. Peter, uh, before we uh, go any further, I do want you to show people uh, who are watching your magical disappearing act that, that you are able <laughs> to do. Absolutely. So, okay. uh, so for those of you who are blind, like myself and Corey mm -hmm. and, and, and anyone out there, I'm using a virtual background, and it is a humanware uh, background with it's, it's the see things differently and the logo and whatnot. Now, what happens is if I just kind of lean back like this with my arms uh -huh. up, I kind of just, <laughs> I do just, kind of go away. You just like sort of disappear out of yeah, the shot. I huh? dissolve or, into the background. Huh? Or if I do it in a certain way, it looks like I don't have arms. And that'd be, it just, it can be very interesting what the virtual backgrounds can do. So, so you basically have to sit in one spot. I have to stay very stoic, Corey. That's I am good. just, you know, focused all right nice. i'm like i'm like just rigid now it it is it is interesting because i always like to know that feedback just so that i can do that randomly in other meetings outside of tech talk live exactly just see yeah. if i get any feedback so yeah, i appreciate skill. filling me in on what happens with these <laughs> virtual backgrounds you are quite welcome and do we have any more jokes uh, to tell before we get started here well that's to you up to you i have one uh, i just wanted to know and maybe you guys know this but you know Go. what do bees do these are bees, the insects, if they need a ride. They need a ride. Bees do if they need a ride. What do they, they do? Not hitchhike. What were some of the... What do do with honey? Honey. Um, You're going to have about three seconds they, to come up with this one, They actually one, just gentlemen. use their wings and fly, Peter. Yeah. Well, that would be a great guess, but Unless unfortunately, it's raining, I guess. that is think. not the case. They actually wait at the buzz stop. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> you know, you when must... Luke started this uh, joke corner hour, mm -hmm. I really thought, I, I didn't think it could get worse. And we had some Guys, if you ever think today. something is bad, you bring me on a show and I will show you how to <laughs> make it worse. Okay. Right. Well, everyone's got a talent in life. There you go. <laughs> exactly. All right, Pete. So uh, let's, let's get into it. And uh, everybody, please type any questions into the chat, as we said. And uh, what have you got for us, first of all, here? Absolutely. So for those of you who don't know who I am, I, and thanks for the intro, Luke, and I'm really glad to be here. As I said, I am the brand ambassador of Blindness Products for Humanware, and it's somewhat of a, of a fancy title and it's sort of what does that mean? And what I do is I work with all of our Braille and blindness products. Uh, we make Braille note taking devices. So we have the Braille Note Touch Plus, which is the Google certified, the only Google certified uh, Android note taker. It is classified as a tablet. We also have Braille displays and we have talking products uh, for GPS and reading in addition to a wide variety of low vision devices. I work with all of our Braille and speech products. And what I do primarily is conference presentations. Uh, I will do a lot of work in education with uh, end users as well as in the VA and in various places. So you 
probably or maybe have heard my voice if you've ever attended any humanware events or have kept up with us on a lot of the humanware live webinars we've been doing over the past year um, and in other places i make lots of content video written all of that so in in doing that i certainly present on all of our products and i travel primarily all over the united states and obviously it's been one year since i have gone anywhere and hopefully i'll eventually make my way to a table or a booth or a classroom near you. But until then, I am virtual and we are all living in a, a virtual space. But in that time, we have come up with and re sort of re-imaged and reimagined what some of our products would be. And one of them was the Brilliant line of Braille displays. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, a Braille display has been a device that you connect to your computer uh, and you use with a screen reader. So you would use with your preferred screen reader, JAWS or NVDA. Maybe we have a Supernova user out there or somebody, Corey, I'm not sure if you've used Thunder lately, but hey, you know, could, could be oh. somebody out there using some older screen readers. Yeah. Um, of course, voiceover or talkback so the, or, or narrator all support Braille in some form. And a Braille display is used to connect to your preferred screen reader and have that output in Braille. And it's very useful. You know, I, I talk a lot about, you know, blind people, myself included, I'm totally blind, um, as being very poor at a couple of skills. And you've heard me say this over and over. One is spelling. We're oftentimes very poor spellers or not strong. Uh, we don't have very strong written communication skills. And a lot of that comes down to us not reading the world around us as much as, as we should. So we're not reading place names or street names, or uh, we're not reading email addresses. We're not reading words as every, you know, everybody is who's, who's reading the world around them. You're standing in line at the checkout uh, to check out at the grocery store and you're reading the headline on the tabloid or if you know you're you're driving around or you're looking at any your phone or any digital display you're reading words without realizing it we're just not doing that as much as we have verbal communication skills and oftentimes can have perfect recall and great memory um, and, and really keep things there we, we just don't have the written communication skills and it is essential that we use braille uh, when and where possible to increase that. And that is what a Braille display does when paired with a mainstream screen reader or, or with a mainstream device running a screen reader. So with the Braille displays, they've done this for a while. And at Humanware, we've had the brilliant line of Braille displays that have been with us for almost for 15 years in some form. But we made our own brilliant BI, which stands for Braille input, Braille displays, and they came out in 2011. So we are celebrating 10 years of the brilliant line. And in doing that, the Brilliant line, like any piece of technology that is about 10 years old, it really needs to be updated. It needs to be reshaped, reformed, reimagined, redeveloped. What other rewords, guys? Re rewired. Rewired, reworked. Mm -hmm. Good, good, yeah. good. Like it? Uh, returned? Re no, we don't want things to be returned <laughs> no, necessarily. Yeah. But I like where you're going, Luke. You're really trying hard to pull, pull those word words out. Return. Um, we, we, we definitely wanted to kind of bring it forward. And in doing that, we thought, well, what can we be providing to our users? What have we you know, in the past decade, we've gotten a tremendous amount of feedback. Our displays have been very successful. They're very well built, very reliable, but they were very simple. They were simply Braille terminals. You plugged them in or you connected them by a Bluetooth to your preferred screen reader, and that was it. And we've seen Braille displays over the past decade take on different internal capabilities, but they've been, you know, maybe a scratch pad here or a type of note-taking application here or a calculator or, or a simple book reader. So, and we wanted to do that. And we've certainly seen the, the trend toward multiple Bluetooth connections because we all own several devices. So we certainly took that into account. And when we re 
reimagined the device and, and went in through looking at the feedback and what we needed to do, we wanted to move it forward another step. And what we did was we added a lot of internal capabilities to the new Brilliant BIX series that I'll be talking about. The BI stands for Braille input, so there is a Braille keyboard. X stands for 10 years. So it, mm. I want to deconstruct that That's myth clever. that X stands for something else, okay. which no one ever suggested. But I'm, I thought it was a tie-in with the, with the X-Men movies. Yeah, you know, people, yeah. that's a good thing. I've not heard anybody. Was a xylophone at times? Yeah, the right. BI xylophone, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I was thinking huh. people would take the algebraic approach and say, is there some missing value we need to solve oh. for? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an equation with some missing <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but the X in the BIX series stands for 10 years. So it's the 10th year, and it's really a whole new product. Um, and then we, we, we have two flavors. So there's the BI20X. And there is the BI40X, and that would just be the number of Braille cells. And I will be talking about the differences between the two because there are physical differences, not just in the size of the units, but also in their capabilities um, when it comes to hardware. The software will be the same on both units, so it will be identical at this point. And as we move forward, it should be relatively identical with some possible exceptions due to the physical limitations. So I will talk about that. Um, but the, the big piece that we added is the internal capabilities are more in line with what we're calling these intelligent Braille displays. So the other terminals or, or Braille displays that we made, we think of them as simply terminals, as dumb terminals. They were terminals that would connect to a screen reader or a computer, and that's it. What we've done is we've added more than just the terminal mode. We have an actual main menu. We've added some elements of what you would find on a traditional note-taking device with the addition of wireless capabilities. So we've added Wi-Fi to the devices. And Wi-Fi will come into play when we want to download updates. So updates are now pushed over the air. There should be one of them in the next couple of weeks that will bring in some pretty neat features. So we're already working on that 1.1. Um, these came out in January. So we're at about month three. We're, we're going to be releasing an update, which I'll, I'll touch on. But that update can certainly be done over USB the old way, right, where we have a thumb drive and we have a locally stored file um, and we want to update a device. But now we can update wirelessly. So we're able to push it. It's going to see the update and, and update as we expect many devices to do today, but it's the first on, on an actual Braille display. The note takers have been able to do this, but not a standalone display. Quick question for you on that, Pete, if you don't mind. I don't. All right. Um, I assume that all of those updates are going to be free to, uh, to owners. They are absolutely free. There's no SMA, no paid up updates, none of that. It is when you have a unit, your updates are free. Uh, for for the duration of, of that device's lifetime, which will be several years. Lovely. So those are pushed over-the-air updates that will be free. Um, they will be, again, you can certainly do them the old way. They will be on our website, but you can always do them over Wi-Fi. The other benefit to the wireless connection, and this is, there's going to be more even, you know, as we as we cruise down the road of development and, and pr providing features, but it is we can connect to online libraries. A lot of the feedback we got was, well, we love our Braille displays. We love using them with our screen readers, but we don't want, as power users or as users who are on the go, we don't want to have to connect to a computer or rely on that third-party application to read books from our book reading services in Braille. So we've added the ability to download books from NFB Newsline. That would be your newspapers, magazines, periodicals, sort of stuff. Uh, you are able to download directly from Bookshare, and you are able to download from the NLS Bard catalog, nice. and that is the Braille catalog at this point. I will touch mm -hmm. on audio as we go forward. So again, we have that built in, and so for the first time, 
you are able to, and I do this every morning. I'm an avid NFB Newsline reader. I read several newspapers a day. I love just reading about global events and things going on and all of that. So I can read the New York Times in Braille every morning directly from this device. I don't have to pair it to my phone. I certainly could and use the NFB Newsline app, or I could use my screen reader and go on the NFB Newsline website and such and do that. But I'm able to download directly from Bookshare, NFB Newsline, or the Braille NLS Bard catalog. And this will grow as we move forward. So these are the three, uh, the three libraries we currently have access to. And I know that Tech Talk Live is a very international sort of uh, program. So if you're watching mm -hmm. in some other country, because we do have support for other libraries, especially on our Victor Reader products, which I'll talk about, um, those types of libraries will be integrated into the device. So whether you're in Canada and for CNIB or the RNIB or, or you know, various libraries in Norway or Germany, or uh, we have, we have, we're a global company. We are very much aware that libraries are more than just these North American centric types of libraries, but this is where we launched. This is where we started. Uh, there are certain will be, certainly will be upgrades to that. The device itself, once you do download books, the internal capabilities are very, we're, we're calling it Keysoft Lite. So, so to anybody who has ever ran a Braille note taker from us, the Braille note, since the year 2000 and even before, uh, with Keysoft, it is a it is an operating system and a series of Braille first productivity apps. So, you're, we have a basic editor on the device, and I say basic because we're not doing heavy lifting. This is a text editor. However, it does allow you. We have onboard Braille translation, so you're able to save any of your files as text files. We can work with DOC, DOCX, RTF, BRF files as well in terms of opening content. Um, including DAISY and, and other file formats. We will be updating very soon with that first update. We are looking at implementing alternative file types. So something like PDF, for instance, um, would, would not be out of the realm. And again, that's that's very gonna be something very soon. Uh, so we're, we're looking at, it's not just a take a note and, and it stays there. This is open your, your files, your mainstream file types, write in them, save them as text. You will be saving files as TXT that can then be opened in and on your computer or on your, on your smartphone, on your tablet, and will be able to be shared with somebody cited or with yourself on a different device. So you can certainly do that because we have file and folder management built into the device as well. So our key files app is there. You can organize content into folders, subfolders and such. So you do have that capability. It is not just a basic scratch pad as we've seen on, on, on our products and other products up to this point. So it is a, a full piece there as well as a basic calculator. It's really a four function calculator, nothing fancy, not like the note taker where you have scientific functions and fractions and all that crazy stuff. This is a four function uh, calculator, but it's on the device. Uh, you have access to multiple braille profiles. And this is great because if you are reading or, or working with multiple languages, you can customize several Braille profiles and read documents in read and write in any languages that we support, which is all of your Duxbury Braille tables. So anything from English or Spanish to Russian or Bulgarian or, or other languages in terms of reading and writing. Localizations would be another story. We've certainly localized in about 10 languages at this point that will continue to, as we go forward, um, but we're localized in Arabic and German and, and other languages. Um, and you you can certainly though set up custom multiple profiles and move between those profiles when you're reading and writing in the editor. And that's been something that's been asked for and really just has not been, has never been seen on, on a standalone braille display. So mm -hmm. it is very neat to see. With that, 
the other piece is this is a Braille centric product. I we we do not have speech on this product. It is for a Braille user. Um, there is on both the 20 and the 40, there are audio capabilities that are not active as of yet. The device ships with the hardware. There's a headphone jack on both devices. The 40, and I'll get into some of the differences, but the 40 does have stereo speakers and has a microphone. Um, this will certainly be, it is a guarantee. It's not something that we want to or we hope to, but it is a guarantee that it will have audio support. But the device, when I say audio, that does not mean text to speech. That means audio. Um, I would not, I don't know what the traje tra trajectory would look like, uh, but from the, from a 30,000 foot overview, audio means audio content. It means audio books mm -hmm. or, or audio files doesn't mean text to speech. If you're looking for text to speech, you probably would, would need to investigate some other devices, or you're going to use this with your screen reader and get text to speech that way. But we are, we, the feedback has been incredible. Uh, these devices have been out about two and a half, uh, two months Two months to the day, January 17th, actually. So it has entered its third month of life. We totally um, planned that. I actually, oh, yeah. I was, I, well, I wanted to come on yesterday, but nobody yes. was here. So yeah. I wanted to celebrate. <laughs> I, had, I was ready to go and I was like, we're going to have the birthday. And I don't know. Yeah. 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 Then no one was around. But oh. um, two months, the, the feedback has been very, very positive. Um, people really like what they're seeing because, again, it's a hybrid sort of new class of Braille display. And we're trying to push the envelope as to what a Braille display can do. And really what we, what we need to do is we, when we create a product at HumanWare, we oftentimes have to look at the user. And oftentimes that user will range from five years old to 95 years old and older. So when we create a Braille product, when we create a note taker, when we create these things, they need to be utilized by large segments of our braille reading or blind population. This device, what we're going for is of course education focused, but we feel that this device will be very well and play very well into the hands of our working professionals, uh, into our, into our move, moving sort of on the go types of users. When it comes to the 20 and the 40 cell, we'll do great in education and will be very applicable in the classroom. But we really, who doesn't read books, right? Who is not working with files and folders as a hobbyist or a professional or somebody who's a retiree? So we really want to, to make the Braille display uh, relevant to a, a wider group than somebody who just, oh, you, you need to use this with your iPhone or you need to use this with your, um, with your screen reader. So really what we're going for. Uh, and, and it's been very well received and I'll, I'll jump into the differences in the products if that's cool. And then we'll switch, switch yeah. over to Victor Trek. As I said, there are two flavors, um, of these products. So there is a 20 cell version and a 40 cell version of the product. And they, that, that refers to the number of Braille cells that one has on the, on the unit itself, but there are some market, some physical differences in the, in the devices. I will start with the 40. And I will talk about the 20 as well. So the 40, what is unique to the 40 is it is the first Braille display running Bluetooth 5.0. Um, again, the first, first standalone Braille display running Bluetooth 5.0. That is insignificant to an extent right now because it does give us a stronger connection or a more, you know, a, a further distance. You can use your device from many, many more feet away if you wanted to do that. Maybe you like to run from your phone and just use your Braille display for some reason. I don't know. Maybe you're going to get the door and you want to continue reading so you don't have to talk to whoever's ever at the door. I'm just trying to think of some realistic examples here. But you can certainly use it. It's a, it's a much more stable Bluetooth connection. So Bluetooth 5, what that does do, though, where the benefit is, is as we move forward, Bluetooth 5.0 opens up the door 
to IoT, which is the Internet over things or the Internet of things, as I've heard it called, uh, meaning there, there could be some capabilities that we need to explore in regard to what we can do. It's more than just Bluetooth, more than just connecting. It could be data. It could be other types of information can be sent with Bluetooth 5 that we cannot send with Bluetooth 4.2 for instance. So we're very excited. And, and I would say my first foray into that Bluetooth 5 world, when, when I think about some neat opportunities, and I've seen nothing we've looked into, not looked into this, but if we think about deafblind communication and what can be done with data being sent back and forth to a smartphone, um, there's a lot of, a lot of gaps in, in that sort of face-to-face uh, -face communication side of things. And we, we've, we've played a major role in that space at, at points in time. And I think we really can do some things there. Bluetooth 5 would, would also open up other possibilities as well. So the Brilliant 40 is running Bluetooth 5, one major uh, piece that we haven't seen to this point. The Brilliant BI-X, the Brilliant BI-40X also has stereo speakers, as I touched on. These are not active. There's no audio on the device currently. It will be coming in an update, a free wireless update. Uh, will be coming to the device to push audio support. What that will look like, we're not sure of as of yet, but the hardware is there and there is also a microphone on the device. And again, the goal here with the microphone is to ideally have that Victor Reader type of setup where you could record audio notes. Mm -hmm. um, that would be very useful for somebody recording a lecture or, or, you know, obviously you're using the device as a Braille device, but it will have a microphone and could contain some audio capabilities. Again, we, we just haven't seen anything like that on a Braille display. So it's very cool, um, but I, I wish I had more. I'll have to come back when we actually launch these cool new features when, once they're active and tell everybody about them. But it is going to open up some, some, some great possibilities with audio being the stereo speakers as well as the microphone on the 40X unit. The other differences, uh, the 40X um, is going to have a 32 gigs of internal storage. It also has a uh, USB slot for thumb drives. So you can certainly put for your, that whole file and folder management side of things. We're also using USB-C. Um, this is, and we're gonna see this as a standard everywhere, but up till this point, many AT companies, ourselves included, used micro USB for many of our devices. And the feedback has been very negative um, from many of our consumers who say, look, I, I, have, I have neuropathy. I can't feel the, the right way this cable needs to go into the port. Mm -hmm. um, I need to be able to plug this in either way. And even when it does work right, it gets loose and I bump it. And I don't know, it just, we, we've heard a lot of feedback that we need to improve that. And USB-C is, is wonderful because it doesn't matter what way you plug it in. The device charges very fast. And also these devices show up as uh, removable storage when you plug them into your computer. Even if you're using USB with your screen reader, you can quickly move files to and from the device with File Explorer and such because they show up as removable drives. So that's a that's a great thing also. You just plug it in and move it over if you don't want to use a thumb drive. So that's the 40. We also have the standard command keys on the device to the left and right of the Braille display if anybody's ever used a Brilliant BI40. Um, those come into play when we drive our screen reader and, and various things. So the 40 cell display, thumb keys on the front, and there is also a home button that allows us to come back to the main menu, the device's main menu, um, and move to our internal applications. We support five simultaneous Bluetooth connections, so you can move between your phone and your tablet and your other phone and your other tablet and then your other other phone, um, as well as your USB device. So it's, it's, um, it's again, just reworking what that Braille display does and, and what we want to bring forward. And that's the 40, the BI-40X. As far as the 20X, there are some major differences. So it's important if you're thinking about what device is right for you and, and what you're looking for in a product. Um, 
this may or may not be a, a difference maker. So in addition to the Braille cells being 20 Braille cells, the 20X has a, an SD card slot as well. So in addition to the USB drive support, the 20X also has support for an SD card. You can certainly still plug it into your computer as well via USB-C to, to uh, use it as a mass storage device. The 20X is running Bluetooth 4.2. It is not running Bluetooth 5. It is running Bluetooth 4.2. I was asked the other night, why are there these differences? Why does one have one thing and one have the other? And the, the truth of the matter is when we develop the 40, we, when, when we develop any molds or we build product, the components that we put inside them will oftentimes indicate what we can and can't get away with, with, with the thinness or thickness of the device that we specify, as well as what we need to power the Braille cells. So there are some differences and they have to do with components and also how we mold to, to mass produce these products or to produce them at scale. We don't make, when I say mass produce, it's like we're not, uh, we're not really mass producing like an Apple or a, or a manufacturing company would stamp out thousands and thousands of devices. But to produce this stuff at scale, we need to have reliable molds and the components we use will determine a lot of times what that means. So on the 20X, we do have an SD card slot in addition to USB. It is running Bluetooth 4.2, whereas the 40X is running Bluetooth 5. The other difference is the 20X has a mono speaker. So it has one mono speaker, um, but also does still have the uh, volume buttons as well as the headphone jack, just like the 40X does. But it does not have a microphone. The 20X does not have a microphone. So this would be used for playing audio files. You could certainly plug in a, a, a headphone to it or um, use that, that mono speaker. But there is no microphone on the 20. Again, it's about space and, and just what we can get in. The 20 does have a removable battery, user replaceable, so you can unscrew it and replace the battery. There are four, uh, two small screws, and the 40 does not. So the 40 does not have a user replaceable battery. The 40 is, is the battery is, is inset. So you would have to get that replaced uh, by us. But with that, the battery life on these devices exceeds 15 hours. So you're getting... Nice. 15, 16 hours of continuous use running internal applications, Wi-Fi, and so on. And that's been awesome because a lot of times when you're running Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and these various pieces, you're, you're really draining your battery. So we are, we are just really excited uh, for what the BIX series is bringing forward. Um, there are, again, a couple of differences. So stereo speakers on the 40, mono speakers on the 20, uh, Bluetooth 5 on the 40, Bluetooth 4.2 on the 20. In addition, um, it's uh, uh, the other piece is that the Bluetooth, I'm sorry, the Wi-Fi chip will be slightly different. So on the 40X, we are able to connect to 2.4 and 5 gigahertz wireless networks, where on the 20, we can only connect to 2.4. So, and I will say, I'm asked that, well, what if I have a 5G network at home? All of your 5 gig routers do have a band for 2.4 that you can turn on if you want to. Um, whether that stays that way, I don't know but it, it certainly is is relevant still. So the 20X will connect to your home Wi-Fi if you have that 2.4 band enabled. And we, you know, we, we just are really excited for everybody to jump on and, and maybe somebody out there has used one of these or has gotten one of these or is interested. I will also, before I switch over to talking about Victor Reader, I wanna mention, I did create a user group for the products. Um, this is a, a groups.io email list where you can, give suggestions or feedback or just ask questions if you're unsure of something and get a response from other users. So I will give the address to that here. And Luke, maybe you want to type this in the chat. Sure, I can certainly sure. do it also. But it will be brilliant-bi-x-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
dash users. So brilliant dash bi dash x dash users at groups.io. Now, if you want to subscribe, like any groups.io list, you would send a blank message to brilliant dash bi dash x dash users, the plus sign and the word subscribe at groups.io. And that would get you onto the list. So if that is something you're interested in, we encourage you to join. Um, I've started the list about two and a half weeks ago. We've got about 60 members, I think, thus far. So it's been blowing up. People have been giving us some great feedback and also have had some very nice things said about, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes when you have a 1.0 product, you, you release something, your feedback can be pretty shaky. Uh, we've certainly seen that. I'll talk about that with the Trek. <laughs> um, but it's but it's definitely been really nice to have this positive feedback. The and other note is that it's a, yeah. a good place too for for those who have not yet purchased the device who might be interested. Totally. It's a great place to get questions answered and absolutely one hundred. And also to keep you know to keep uh, current with when we push out an update and seeing mm -hmm. ah they've added this support or wow th these people really like this new feature so you can certainly watch those messages go by as well you do not have to actively participate in any way talking um, about questions peter we do have some questions here in the chat great all right so uh to begin with what material is the outer shell of the BIX made from? So we're using a reinforced polycarbonate. Uh, the previous models were made out of aluminum. We found that the Bluetooth connectivity was at certain points and certain places impacted by the aluminum casing. Mm -hmm. What we did with this is we used a military grade reinforced polycarbonate, which I think is just a really fancy way of saying good plastic that's, yeah. that's used in household oh, appliances. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what you would see in like household appliances, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe... Uh, blenders, you know, like high, high intense blenders and things use it. Um, so that it's a great question. And it's, it, that is, that is what we're using. It's, it's not the aluminum. I will say they feel very sturdy. Um, they are not chintzy. You will know that it's quality when you get it, I promise, because you'll say, oh, okay. It's, it's got a bit of a um, matte sort of rough finish to it. And it's, and it's, it's durable. We build these things to be moved around. They all go through drop testing. There is a set of uh, metal stairs that I've been to in Drummondville where these things How are get that job? put together oh, and they, they go bum, 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 and clink them down the stairs and such. So <laughs> you have to pass that. And I'm not encouraging you to do that because we certainly, they will break. They're not indestructible, um, but they, and they will come with cases. They do come with cases and you can also purchase executive products cases as well. Okay. Um, these, uh, these questions are from Matthew Horsepool, by the way. Thank you for putting your questions in the chat here, Matthew. Uh, next question is, does the spacebar feel like the other keys, or is it more like a button as, a, uh, as it was on the old BI-40? Wow, this is so... It's like these are lobbed up. These are like softballs, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just like loaded, and I'm going to swing and smash this one out of the park, too. <laughs> so the, it's a great question, and the answer is they are not the same spacebars. The feedback that we received on the previous model of the Brilliant was that the space bars were, they were very clicky. They were like buttons as opposed to keys. On the BI-40, we've reworked the space bars to be very, to have a bit of a travel distance. Um, they are very much, uh, it's a key press. It's no longer a button press. It's not a clicky button press. There are two of them, just as there was on the original Brilliant. And on the 20 cell, they are shaped slightly differently with, uh, with thumb grooves, but they're, again, they are keys as opposed to buttons okay, um the thumb keys would be more of your button press like they were on the previous brilliant but the space bars have been reworked because that was a key point of feedback we received from our customers okay good to know uh we have another question from matthew here uh is there any plans to expand the calculator 
That is a good question. Not at this point in time. Um, okay. I doubt you would see, because again, we're not doing the math support and some of that stuff we do on the full-fledged note-taker sure. side of things with mm -hmm. fractions and, and math content being produced visually in print. And uh, I, I, at this point in time, I think it will remain a four-function calculator. So if quiz. you want a, a fancier calculator, get a Braille note touch. That's right. Uh, I have a yeah. quiz for you, uh, Luke. Yes. He has now, Peter has mentioned a couple times that it's a four function calculator. Yeah. Hit me with the four functions. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, addition. Yeah, oh, good. Subtraction. Oh, he's, he's at, at two. two. Division. He's oh. at three. Multiplication. Holy cow. Oh, oh my Those gosh. Those are my favorite functions. I must oh. say, I've worked. Luke, how long did we work together in a past life? About four years? Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Luke yeah. and I worked together, I mean, in the same office yeah. for a number of years, and mm -hmm. I never heard him use all those math terms in one sentence. I know. Yeah, even, I, didn't, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that I knew them until uh, Corey quizzed me just then, <laughs> to be honest. I was going to bet you lunch today. <laughs> oh, I, I wish I'd taken that bet now. <laughs> I'm glad really. I didn't do it. All right, yeah, we have another question <laughs> from Matthew here. Um, would you consider allowing the display to work as an audio interface, e.g. for a computer that does not have working speakers? It's a wonderful question, and it's certainly something that probably mm. would be more realistic on something like the BI-40, Matthew. Uh, it's definitely something we've, we've thought about. We've also thought about ways of implementing our own uh, version of, let's say, an optimized version of a screen reader that would run a uh, plug-and-play style, like you would run a dongle uh, of an NVDA or something. Again, very, very love the suggestion, and it's certainly yeah. entirely out there, uh, but I, it's great feedback. And I'll make sure I do work as much of the front-facing stuff as I do. I do a lot of work and closely work with Andrew Flatris, who's our uh, Braille uh, product manager. And so I, I'm, I am definitely keyed into the product development and, and R&D and that side of things uh, from that standpoint. So Andrew and I work very closely, and I will certainly make sure that that feedback is heard. Excellent. Okay, we have some more questions here. Uh, we have the question from Cindy that I'm sure is on everybody's mind. What are the prices? What's that? What are the prices? What are the prices? Mm -hmm. I ignored you. No, I actually, I heard the chat. I, the, I, I unmuted my jaws and something oh. was coming through. Uh, so as for the prices, these are great questions. And I, I, uh, I purposely waited for someone to ask. No, I, uh -huh. I just, it slipped my mind. The 20 <laughs> cell unit is $1,895. So $1,895. The right. 40 cell unit is $3,195. So they're comparable to the uh, other products out there we, with lots and lots of added benefit. The other thing I will mention is if you have an older BI 32 or 40, or if you have an old Apex unit, which we no longer support, we put in 12 years of support on the BrailleNode Apex, oh, wow. and it has come to a very soft landing. It was not a screeching halt. We've threatened to, to you know, sort of put gotten people ready for, for quite a few years that we were no longer going to even be able to find any parts for fixing those buddies. But um, we, if you do have those old units, they can be applied toward credit, uh, toward purchasing a BI-20 or 40X or a BrailleNote Touch Plus. Lovely. Okay. For, for those uh, interested, Vision Forward is a humanware dealer. Mm -hmm. uh, you can always give us a call directly here. We are going to be running a, a little bit of a, a, a deal through our store, um, and we'll give you a code at the end uh, of, of today's session. So stick around. Uh, but you can give a call in, use that code, and and, and thank you, Corey, for saying that because I, I cannot stress enough the importance of going through and supporting our local dealers. I mean, we have a distribution network across the country. Folks can certainly 
buy direct from us, but we have very, very much tried in the last several years to really push and promote everybody to go through your local support. There's a reason why Vision Forward is here. You can tell by just the, the quality of content they put together. And I don't say many nice things about Luke, but I will say, <laughs> um, but it really, it's, it's great. It's great to see. And these are, you know, it is, it's great to have local representation. I work very closely with many of our dealers all over the country, as does my team that I manage of, of product specialists. So it's, it's something that uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought up, Corey. All right. Uh, we have a question from Ben. Actually, yeah, we have two questions from Ben. Oh, but the first one just says Will. Will. So I'd like, mm -hmm. you, I'd like you to answer that one, please. Do you uh, have? Do you have not. one? Not. Oh, will not. 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 I'm okay, saying not. good. Good answer. Will I am? <laughs> no. He uh, he uh, goes on uh -huh. in a different message to say, <laughs> Will Humanware please allow all thumb keys and side dome-shaped buttons to be customizable, even for those who desire redundancy. Mm. So I will say that's a great it's a great point. And the thumb keys are customizable on the device. Uh, the four thumb keys on the front are customizable. The volume buttons at this point are not, and the power button is certainly not. I don't think you'd ever see the power button be customizable. <laughs> right. um, but right. the four thumb keys are customizable because we have lots of users who prefer to read uh, and, and you know switch that if they're left-handed or whatever it may be to advance mm -hmm. the display. So yes, we, we do have customizable thumb keys. Excellent. Uh, now, Rick was asking something that I was curious about as well. Is there any um, Bluetooth support for headphones instead of using the headphone jack? So we're not sure. Again, I don't know what audio will look like. It's a great question. Uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely, we do have the capability of connecting multiple Bluetooth devices. So once we go down that road, once audio was a reality, mm -hmm. I mean, I would realistically would, would I, but I'm, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because so, what will happen is I'll say something and then it won't happen, yeah. and someone will say yeah. you said it. But but of course, of course, we want to 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 look at that as a, as an opportunity because it's we know how many people do not use wired headphones. It's definitely a possibility. That's, yes. That's all you need to say. Dream okay. big. There you go. And uh, Carl, <laughs> Carl asks, is there a calendar? There is not a calendar, but I love okay. the suggestion. We've had that uh, request for feature uh, feature suggestion. Uh, I think that realistically today with this device, and you know, if you're using a, this device, we, we would presume or encourage you to use a synchronizable calendar across your devices. So if you have an internal calendar, we would need a way for that calendar to interface with your, your Google Calendar or Outlook or something. So right. it's not going to be, I, I highly doubt you would see some internal, very basic calendar. There's, they're just, but again, if we get a lot of feedback that way, then who knows? Anything is possible. Excellent. I like to dream big. And uh, we also have Nancy who is asking um, about photos of the devices. Now, I know that your website is down currently, and I was going to, I was going to uh, post a link to that, but maybe I'll find... I'll post something yeah. in, the, in the chat here, Nancy, um, that will take you to a picture of these devices. I will, and I will... Yeah, I, I definitely can pull some up, and I'm sorry I don't have... I was... I, I do have some slides, I believe, uh, that I might be able to pull, but but I, I, we do have pictures of the devices on our website, which is currently global. We're going through some global outages. So things are, are slowly getting back up. Uh, we certainly have information at www.humanware.com when the website is there. There are support pages, lots of support material. Our friends at Mystic Access have put together a wonderful free audio tutorial on both devices, uh, the 20 and the 40. 
we do a lot of work with them. We, Chris and Kim are great and, and we, we work with them a lot. So they've done some audio tutorials if somebody wants to listen to those prior to, to making a decision. Uh, we also have, I've done snapshot tutorial videos. I will continue to do them that show you which buttons to push as well as what your braille display will show visually, as well as me talking through all of the steps to connect to Wi-Fi or download a book or um, a lot of that is there as well. So the, the photos, the resources are also available in the HW Buddy application, which is a free Android or iOS application uh, that Humanware has created for product resources for all of our products. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot. And that is that. up. Even though our website is down, the HW Buddy app is is active. So our videos, our product uh, FAQs, our how-to guides. I did a lot of how-to guides on these Braille displays as well. Very text-based how-tos. Not a snapshot tutorial video, not a user manual, but a text-based how-to guide in addition to the stuff for Mystic Access and everywhere else. So there is a, what are we going to say, a plethora that was the word I was going to yeah. use. Cornucopia. Yep. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A cornucopia of resources. Ooh, I, I want to steal it. that one. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, this isn't a question, but Matthew, following up on his question about the calculator, mm -hmm. he says that he finds that math is one of the things that makes sense in Braille, and screen reader support for the built-in Windows calculator isn't very good. Uh, it is but not. He says that your answer makes sense. Thank you for taking his questions. Sure. Yeah, I love and the question. He's, he's glad to see that the audio interface have been, uh, has been thought of. And a portable screen reader was another thought of his. Yeah, so love go. it, Matthew. Keep them coming, my friend. And you can All certainly, right. anybody who has suggestions, just as a, as a, before I switch over to the VR side of things, mm -hmm. is you can always send, they do not go into a black hole. If you send an email to info at humanware.com with a product suggestion, uh, with, with uh, an idea, that will make its way to the appropriate product manager. So you can feel free to send any, and just be clear that you're suggesting for what product. Uh, otherwise, it might not get to the right place if it's just, I want a radio or something. Uh, nobody <laughs> would know where to send that. But certainly identify your product and, and, and your suggestion, and that will get to, to our product manager uh, for that appropriate product. Lovely. All right. So we, we're kind of right. running, out, running out of time here. But we do are. you want to uh, give us a quick rundown on the latest with the, with the Victor Trek? I do. So right. one piece... Um, that, oh, sorry, a second. Let me get this going here. Uh, can I just ask you before I do this? Because I understand we're running out of time, but come on, guys. Where did the computer go dancing? Ooh, where uh, did the computer go dance dancing? If you were a computer, which you might be, where would you dance? Um, I think you're going to get this one. Disc, mm. some with disc. Oh, yeah. See, the the disc, disc drive, disco. Could just be the disco. Yeah. Yeah. You are a That's, winner. Uh, you got it. Uh, hey! <laughs> is that your first one you've gotten on the program? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Although normally we don't like, it's not a challenge, it's just telling a joke. So <laughs> this is a whole new paradigm for us. <laughs> yeah, we, we, this is now turned into Peter's Riddle Hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, anybody, anybody yeah. also Try. feel free to put the answers into the chat yeah, if there's any more of these. Jason Everett says dots, and mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure why, but Jason, if you would like to expound upon that, I would... He might have been answering where, would... they, where they go dancing, maybe? Maybe he was joining in, in on the... Yeah, dancing All right, dots, I got, I got old, one more. Uh, I got okay, one okay, more. Okay, yeah, yeah, and then we'll get yeah. into Victor Reader, because I, I will be short and sweet on Victor Reader. All right, but hold on. We're going to throw this one out to the audience. 
All right. Uh, so anybody who knows the answer to the upcoming riddle, please put it in the chat, and you will win a free brilliant from Pete. No, that's a lie. You can't no, do you that. Won't, you, won't, you won't win that. Don't you you'll... do that. I mean, yeah. I love, I love you ideas. Watch. You didn't. You didn't you you're putting us on the hook too. Yeah. Yeah. I come um, up with jokes. If you want right, prizes, right. you got to tell me way ahead of time, sir. All right. Let's hear the joke. Let's hear the joke. All right. Now this is a really good one, and I think you'll get it. But why did the can crusher quit his job? And no Googling. Nobody can Google this. Just okay. why did the can crusher quit his job? Okay, answers in the chat, please. And, and we're uh, going to give it about 40 seconds. All right, good deal. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on to the victor, and we'll come back we'll to come, this. Yeah, well, and please yeah. don't Google. It, I, I, don't Google. Don't Google. Don't Google. I, I, all right. I'm, I'm pretty sure no one's going to Google. Oh, you can. <laughs> if you just Google it, you'll find it. So, all right. Anyway, with the Victor Reader Trek, we've always played uh, and, and had a space in GPS technology. Uh, we've believed very much, very strongly in it for a long time. So going all the way back to the early 2000s and even before, um, human wear used to have GPSs where you'd wear a backpack full of CDs and you'd put in, I mean, it was, it was intense back in the day. And then we've slowly uh, evolved uh, into products like the Trekker Maestro and then others into the, to, to the, um, the Trekker Breeze, and then the Trekker Breeze Plus. And at this point, what we've done is we've taken the Victor Reader and we've merged it, the Victor Reader Stream, merged it with a handheld GPS product. The Victor Reader Stream is absolutely, the Victor Reader line is our most popular product worldwide. I believe we're upwards of 100,000 users, which for an AT company is, is monumental. It really is a lot of users. We have so much feedback and, and users uh, input on that device. And the laundry list of what people want to see is is pretty epic it's 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 long it's very long um and but with the product we heard a lot of feedback that the gps side of things was uh left left much to be desired we knew that we needed to do something to improve our maps and to improve the capability of the victor reader trek we looked around uh we wandered around through map providers there are not many of them out there today surprisingly um Everything is Google, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But there are other very high-quality map providers that exist. One of them is a company called Here Maps, H-E-R-E. -E. And Here Maps are high-definition maps. And when you look at them head-to-head -head against Google, they are pretty much tied. Google will win a point here. Here Maps will win a point there when it comes to independent sort of uh, people, you know, uh, kind of assessing these maps. Here maps are used in autonomous vehicle research. It's the primary use of these maps. So if you think about what companies are doing with autonomous vehicle research, which you, you're probably going to need some very good maps to do that, uh, that is what they're using. So we know that this is going to be, and, I, and the quality has been amazing. I mean, the maps have, have really improved. Uh, we've went with Here Maps. We worked out the licensure. The maps are now on the Victor Reader track. So we're able to use these high, def, high definition maps. Not only are we able to use them on the device, but we can also use the global maps. So we have maps for Europe, maps for countries in Africa, maps for Australia, and you can put them on your device. So if you're just taking, Luke could take this over to the UK and certainly could use it. Whereas previously, he would have to contact Humanware and acquire a map license for the UK or for Germany or for whatever, wherever he was going. That is no longer the case. Uh, these maps are available for worldwide use. You can also download them from our website. Anybody can download them. I mean, you won't be able to use them unless you have a truck. But hey, if you want to go download them, you can suit yourself and maybe open them up and 
have them not open on your computer because it's probably going to say there's no application that knows how. That sounds but like you, a lot of fun. Doesn't that sound fun? It's a good it really use does. of your afternoon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to do it, well, I guess you can't do it today because the website's down. <laughs> but when the website comes back, uh, but the nice thing is you can certainly manage them on the PC. You do, Or you can manage them wirelessly on the Victor Reader track. So we do continue to have that capability. But on the track, the wireless side, it was taking a long time to download maps. So we've, we've um, given you the ability to manage them using the computer just by downloading them and copying and pasting them. And I've done webinars on how to do this. Um, you can certainly track down on our YouTube channel, which is Humanware Technologies. I've shown and demonstrated a lot of these pieces. The other thing we've done, a huge, huge improvement that I will demonstrate live on Tech Talk Live, mm -hmm. is the ability to virtually explore an area. And I have taken the this opportunity to put the Vision Forward address into my uh, into my GPS uh, into my Victor Reader track, and we're going to virtually walk around the neighborhood. And what happens where this is extremely important is as a blind somebody who's totally blind, I love maps. I, I travel a lot. I love to get out and, and move about. But I really what I enjoy doing is knowing where I'm going before I get there. And, and that's what a sighted person does, right? You might get a new address for a hotel or a convention and you're going to look on a map to see what's around what's mm -hmm. what's over there what streets are there or whatever it is and with this we can virtually walk around anywhere i can be sitting here in my basement in chicago in my my wonderful uh neighborhood here and i can virtually walk around or i can put myself in milwaukee or toronto or um, go to somewhere in north carolina or austria um, and you can virtually walk around and get the lay of the land and i'll demonstrate that briefly and in addition to walking around, you can also uh, drop landmarks. So you can drop pins uh, if you need to. That's one major feature of a product like the Victor Reader Trek over a uh, smartphone, for instance, is we're able to actually come in and, uh, you know, bring up, um, bring up the, the, I just totally lost my train of thought. I'm trying to <laughs> share, I'm trying to share my screen. I kind of think. I totally, entirely just lost my train of thought. But you're talking uh, about landmarks. Landmark, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, One yes. of the major advantages is you can be on a college campus. You can be off the street grid or in a park, a city park, or we've seen very creative uses of this in San Francisco Bay. We have a, there's somebody named the blind captain he makes a lot of videos. He takes his kayak out and goes fishing in San Francisco oh, nice. Bay. And he uses the Victor Reader Trek to save his landmark of his favorite fishing spots. And then he uses it to get back to where he launched his kayak. So it is more than just dropping a landmark at a particular address, which you can certainly do. Um, there's a lot more there and major benefits in recording routes and recording landmarks. I am going to quickly share my screen before we run out of time. All right. Uh, I'm going to share my sound as well. Oh, okay. You will hear my jaws, which I will then mute, and we were going to hear my Victor Reader track. Okay, I'm going to mute this. All right. Now, where I am, I am on the Victor Reader track, and normally I do this with a webcam. I'm not going to put my webcam over my hands. Uh, but the Victor Reader track does have very tactile buttons. We know that this is used by many individuals who are not comfortable with or, or do, do not prefer to use a, a smartphone to do this. You certainly can if you want to. I use smartphone apps, but I will say I'd much rather do this when walking around out and about than using my smartphone and holding it up in the air and trying to get directions and all sorts of things. This will just sit on my belt and I, or, or I can 
put it in my pocket um, and use it as I go. And it's very tactile. What I'm going to do is just to show this virtual map browsing mode, I'm going to press my go to key where I will have saved landmarks. And the go to key is a square shaped key above the number one. This is how we go to a page in a book. This is how we go to a percentage of a podcast. This is how we go to or search for different words and things in, in various places on the Victor Reader side. But when we are on the Trek side of things. Select a landmark as your destination. 15 landmark. Enter an what address. What we're able to do is we can manually enter an address or it will pull up predetermined landmarks. One of them is. 912 North Holly Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is. Hopefully, the address of Vision Forward, because I Googled it, and you never know. It is. It is. Yeah, but got it. I am going to press confirm, that, which is telling my GPS that I want to go to this location. And you will hear it say, mm -hmm. do you want driving directions, walking directions, or do you want to go into virtual mode? Press confirm to start instructions. Press and hold if in vehicle. Press up to enter map browsing mode. I'm going to press up, Warning. which is the number Turn two. instructions to a landmark may guide you through unfamiliar paths. We do have to tell people that, otherwise they might uh, get lost. I don't know. Entering map browsing we have to, mode. We have to tell folks that... You are that currently on North Holly Road, heading north. We have to tell everybody that if you do want a guide to a landmark, you might go somewhere unfamiliar. So just uh, <laughs> a very important warning. <laughs> uh, warning. But what we hear is, so instead of saying, because right now I don't have a GPS fix, so it can't give me directions. I'm in a basement right now. But what I can do, if I were to walk outside, I could get driving directions to vision forward from my house. I could mm -hmm. get walking directions. Again, turn by turn, you can virtually, you can, you can explore those directions before you go. Or you can press two, which is up, and enter map browsing mode. And at this point, I am virtually in front of vision forward. And I'm heading north, but let's just say I want to head south or I want to move around this. So I will use my two key now as walking forward. My six key will turn me right. My four key turns me left and my eight key turns me around. My five key is where am I? So again, you're just kind of using it like a, a joystick in a sense. So let's just mm -hmm. say I turn around and I walk south. In 280 feet, four-way intersection, North Holly Road crossing West Wells Street. So here's Wells Street. And I'm assuming that would be if you came out of your building and turned left. You would hit yes, Wells, exactly. right? So now I'm on Wells. I want to turn right and walk down Wells Street. I'm going to press my six key. On your right, West Wells Street. And it says, now I'm on West Wells Street, and I'm going to press two to walk forward down Wells Street to the next intersection. In 632 feet, three-way intersection, West Wells Street crossing North 59th Street on your left. And there's a three-way intersection. Again, you're getting very specific, relevant information to a blind traveler. And Corey, I don't know if you've cruised over there. I've never been there. I'm assuming there's a three-way intersection, which cues you into your traffic patterns. It cues you into what you need to do. You can only turn left on 59th, you know? And so this is giving you that relevant information. If I press my two key again, I'll move forward. Next intersection. In 392 feet, four-way intersection. West Wells Street crossing North 60th Street. Here's 60th Street and so on. Now, I did do this earlier because I wanted to illustrate a point. So I'm going to move forward about a mile or two. And I think at 68th Street, there's a bunch of businesses, I think, or 69th, one of them. Yeah. We're going to go over there and look for those points Probably of interest. 68th. 68th, I think. So I'm going to move forward. In, in 309 feet, four-way intersection. West Wells Street crossing North 66th Street. Let's go forward in, again. In 465 feet. Four-way intersection, West Wells Street crossing North 68th okay. Street. So this is, and again, I hit two a bunch of times. I'm walking straight 
intersection by intersection by intersection. I get to 68th Street and I think, I want to know if there's any businesses here. If I press and hold by where am I key. So again, if I just tap this five key, you will hear my direction of travel and where I am. Heading west. Near 6797 West Wells Street. Current intersection, four ways. West Wells Street crossing North 68th Street. We hear the direction of travel, the address number. You can change how verbose you want this to be. We also hear that intersection type. But if I press and hold five. What's around? Seven items. One. Simon's Bakery. There's a bakery. Specialty and store. And again, these points of interest. North 68th Street. What I want to be clear 106 on. feet. If it will stop talking. My goodness. Uh, what I want to be clear on is these points of interest, we know this the pandemic has been rough, right? We've seen a lot of businesses change hands, close. We need to update. And this is true not just for us. This is true for if you use a, an application like uh, uh, Soundscape, for instance, or, or browsing mode. LineSquare or any of these. Your points of interest are going to be all over the place for the foreseeable future until these things are updated. And we certainly will be pushing map updates and, and can look at... Um, you know, addressing this, but you you hear that I was able to pull up. There were seven businesses nearby. I could also search for a business by name if I want to find the closest Best Buy. Uh, I and that I can you know put myself there, whatever it may be. There are lots of ways to use this, and it's relevant to that blind traveler. I love this device because I am always into where I am. I love knowing directions. Luke, you know, you live with me here in Chicago, man. I I love this city. Um, and just giving people directions and things. So we're very excited to bring virtual map browsing mode to the device in addition to bringing in new maps. This works on top of all of the existing Victor Reader stuff, which which is your books, your podcasts, downloading from libraries, all of that side of thing is there as well. So again, very brief. I know we are short on time, um, but we are very, very pleased with how this has been received because we did have a lot of very indifferent feedback. The product was great, but the maps were not up to par. And we, we listened and we heard. It took us a while. It is very hard to work with a map manufacturer um, to get the licensing correct for all these devices. We had to basically, because these were free to anybody who has a Victor Reader Trek, this map update was free, um, which is a big win because it was very expensive to acquire the licensure for existing units in addition to units moving forward. So we were able to bring that out to you. Uh, as users, as a free update, version 2.1 is what you will need to install. And then you will have access to the new here, H-E-R-E, here maps. Okay. I am Peter, going let me, to... Uh, just stop you. Let me stop yes. you there quickly. Uh, let okay. me just stop you there quickly. So I just want to give the exit code for people yep. who need to exit at this point. Uh, so if you do, thank you for joining us. And our exit code today is going to be cell. That cell. I'll type it into the chat. And just yeah. as a reminder, you're going to head over to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive under ACVREP resources. Go ahead and do your evaluation. Your closing code is cell. Side note, we talked about a discount uh, on the Braille, uh, Brilliant uh, X and then also the Trek. And your code uh, is Braille cell is your code for that discount. And you can either give our store a call directly at 414-615-0111. Is that too many ones? 0111. Or also shoot them an email at store at vision-forward.org and they'll be able to help you. Excellent. Now, uh, before we uh, say anything else, 
we do have some answers to our... Oh, I forgot about the... Uh, yeah, to our little riddle here. We have some excellent again? answers as well. Oh, yeah, Peter, would you care to reiterate or uh, react yes, to the, uh, the Yes, yes. So okay. prior to my riveting demonstration of map exploration mode, uh -huh. I had asked the question <laughs> uh <-huh>. of why <laughs> the can crusher yes. quit his job. Yes. Well, it could now, be a cheat. Why did the can crusher quit, quit their, their job? job? Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. And so Amy Snow said... He get, kept getting smashed. Nice. I like that. I like it, but I feel I, I feel like that would have been a though. yeah, that would have yeah. been a firing yeah. as opposed. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something like with crushed, feeling crushed? Say, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I guess maybe that's just us. Like, we think of smashed as very different than just getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else? Okay. Uh, the next one is from Abigail. Yeah. I like this one because it has a double. It has a double joke in it. Ooh. ooh. Because it can. Right? Yeah, yeah. Be depressing. Oh, nice. depressing. Wow. I will say, impressive. Abby, you are on the right track, my friend. Okay. That's pretty good, actually. That's and, a good answer. Uh, and uh, Darren just says, I don't know, lol. <laughs> well, so, that's, that's actually the answer. Well, hey, yeah. that's, a, that's a valid. That's valid. That's also true. He yeah, doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, the answer, and did you have any thoughts, Luke and Corey? I mean, uh, no, but uh, Crusher. Oh, sorry. Jason, Jason also says, Bad management. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like in real um, life, like it's do you believe true. it was the uh, COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic? Mm, no, I mean a lot of cans were needed oh, to be crushed. That so is true. There okay, was a lot okay. of cans. Would have been a lot of demand, exactly. right, for that um, job. That's true. Yeah. All right, I what do you stats, guys, but give us an give us an answer here, Peter. Well, what is the, it? the answer is, and Abby was really Abby. You were you were awesome. The okay. answer is it was soda pressing. Ah, so it was soda, soda pressing. pressing. Yeah, now that nice. is, is that's a good one. I like a good that. one. Okay, yeah, so you. Good. I'm just trying. The point I'm making here is, I'm, I thank everyone for participating and hearing about these products and things, and I, I try to be a wealth of knowledge. But if you want jokes, I'll bring them. Okay. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 Do you do birthday parties or? I do it all. Birthdays, okay. retirements, yeah. century. Bar mitzvahs, yeah. bat okay. mitzvahs. Yeah. Uh, I do quinceañeras. I do it all. Okay, good to know. The only much... thing I don't do, one of the events I've been asked to do, which I, I kind of say no to, is I don't like to do uh, bereavement services. No, sure. I can see how that could be. Your, jokes are not appreciated. The jokes, they just, it just doesn't they just work. I tried. Yeah. I, I've, tried. Seen, I've seen you at a funeral. It just didn't go yeah, well. <laughs> I can see why you tried. It just didn't work out. Well, uh, you know, just, just you live and learn, Corey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we don't oh. have any specific questions about the, uh, about the, old, uh, the old Victor Trek there. I, um, I do want to thank everybody uh, sincerely. I really appreciate yes. the opportunity and, and yep, just being yep. able to. Uh, it's it's been a crazy year. I know I'd love to see everybody in person. Uh, for those of you who I who I've met and or who who want to get your hands on products, I know it's difficult. So we certainly are really excited. I think we're very close. Uh, I'm looking at some trips and things, especially in the fall, uh, getting myself back out there and, and all of us at Humanware trying to provide lots of resources, materials uh, for our, for our users, our customers, our consumers, our teachers, our trainers. Um, so please, uh, please, please be, you know, please be patient. We'll be there. And www.humanware.com. We will also be having some uh, live webinars that will offer ACVREP credit as well as other webinars on the um, Brilliant BIX series as well as on our Braille curriculum and Braille learning tables. And we'll be doing lots of those moving forward. So stay tuned. When our website is up, you can sign up for our newsletter. Um, Vision Forward always kind of for, sends things out as well or can pass things along. Um, but we will be 
we will be doing um, lots of webinars and creating as much content as we can. So thanks, Luke, Excellent. and thanks, Corey. It's yeah, well, thank awesome. you for thank you for coming thanks on. For we uh, here, we appreciate it. Nancy says, please uh, do a Victor a proper demonstration of a Victor trek in another session. So that's, yeah, we'll definitely put that on the list there, Nancy. We can do a long one. To do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And uh, of course, you can see many different assistive technology device demonstrations on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash in focus technology um, so please go there you can check out some videos if you do please like and subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell it really helps us out mm -hmm. and also you will see a recording of this session there that should be available from tomorrow um, so please go and check that out uh, next week, no, two weeks time, Corey, what are we doing? Well, what I recommend is checking out vision-forward-slash-tech-talk-live yeah. because I cannot Smooth. remember what Smooth. we said. Yeah, I know I, we've got yes. the next probably good couple months uh, we scheduled do. and out there, and I'm going to keep talking as Luke brings up that website. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm so, just typing nope. it in the chat. Okay, never mind. He's <laughs> um, so that. basically go there. I yeah, think it, it possibly out. could be free and low-cost apps. Yeah, uh, and pieces I of software. don't recall. Okay. No, no, it's not. It's Louis. Oh, I, oh, believe, it's Louis, yeah. I believe Louis the, Android, it, yeah. uh, Louis the Android pal. Yeah, join, uh, us, uh, join us to meet Louis if you haven't already met yeah. Louis. He's, uh, he's a lovely man who lives on your Android phone. He allows you to do uh, yeah all, all speech uh, yeah. all by using your voice yeah, so we'll, input, we'll be yeah. doing a demonstration of of louis i believe yeah. that's next yeah i hope it works because I, I haven't tested it yet have nope. you tested it yet we will we got two weeks <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> hey you guys got two weeks you got you got two weeks to you know try it out the night before oh yeah yeah, we are. We're. You know what? We're experts in the field. We might do it live. We might just install yeah. it. Yeah, and just pretend, I mean, we are. Experts. I'm telling you, that is yeah. a beautiful thing to hear. I just enjoy. I enjoy your enthusiasm for what can oftentimes be described as a spicy disaster. <laughs> the spicier, the better. That's, there you go. that's what we say. Uh, we do All have right. one more question that's just come yeah. in, but for those who need to leave at this point, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, and please come and join you us too, in uh, so. two weeks' time. I know that we've run over here, uh, but uh, thank you as always. We really do appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you again. Uh, Peter, one more question for you before we can set you free. This is again from Ben, who wants you to uh, get a bit more specific about the redundancy part of his brilliant question. So he expounds on this. He would like to have all thumb keys pan right, except for the second from the left, which would pan left. He wants the two upper dome-shaped buttons on the left and the two on the right to act like the four panning buttons, as they do on HIMS devices. And uh, he would configure this with JAWS when he received his brilliant uh, BI40X. He wants the same customizability on board. Uh, anything there? I love it. Uh, I mean, in terms of the, the command keys being customizable from an internal side, some of that could be doable. When it comes to iOS, you can do some of it with uh, with customizable gestures. I hear what you're saying. I love the suggestion. You can certainly continue to, to bring that forward. I'll, I'll, I'll float it down the line. Um, you know, you, you can you can definitely we, we can look at other ways of customizing because we always we do want to be able to provide as much, you know, um, functionality to the thumb keys as we can. When you are customizing at this point, you you certainly can do that to an extent, Ben. So thumb key one, thumb key two could and thumb key three could all be set as next. Um, you do have that ability to to do that. So just you know, I, I think I think you need to play with it a bit and, and expand. And we're happy to take those suggestions. I, I I certainly hear you there. So 
I'm all about customization. We certainly try to provide as much uh, user customizable features as we can. On these devices, you can also customize the main menus. You can get rid of applications you don't want, as well as services in the online services you don't want. Um, but we're always open to, to hearing that. What you will be able to do with JAWS would be probably another story because that's going to be done and controlled by the screen reader and allowing for those customization on, on that end. So sure. wouldn't be necessarily something we would have too much control over, but certainly we hear you and I, I love the suggestions. All right, good Very stuff. Good. Well, with that, I think yeah. we are out. So uh, thanks again, everybody. And we shall see you in two weeks time. Thanks again, Peter. Rock and roll. Thank you guys. Thanks, Peter. Bye. All right. Bye, all. See ya. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash Tech Talk Live.